hey, it's been a year. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to you since we've talked last? Um, okay, so so wow, since the last time we re- we talked, um, I've lived in about five different apartments. Um, I've I've like got lost in a stew of worry and uncertainty. And uh, how, what do you had anything anything new for you? I didn't leave my house, but I did both grow a human and then have it forcibly removed from my body. That's the, weird, <laughs> the weirdest description of having a baby. <laughs> I mean... And I'm going to ask you a question pretending for the sake of anyone listening that um, I don't know the answer already, but what is um, what is this baby's name? Oh, we named him Enzo. Hi, Enzo. He's real cute. Um, okay. And a one and a two and a one, two, three. Surprise! Hi, we're back. You're listening to Soundstage, Theater for Your Ears, a podcast coming to you again from the studios at Playwrights Horizons, by which I mean our laptops, propped up on basically any table we can find in whatever room we're in these days. I'm Adam Greenfield, and I'm speaking to you from under a blanket in a rented workspace on the banks of the romantic Gowanus Canal in Brooklyn. Since we last dropped a Soundstage track into your feed back in July... I know, it's been a time of, well, it's hard to describe just the incredible um, tranquility and harmony. I know that we've all felt, really, as a nation and as a world of nations. I don't remember a time that was less trying, less burdened by worry and constant panic. Every morning when I wake up and all through the day and when I go to bed at night with a mouthful of Ambien, which is why we're happy to be dropping all six episodes of the MS Phoenix Rising, a deliriously funny, highly weird saga that chronicles the reopening of an industry that has been unable to operate during the global pandemic, an industry that is fully built on the act of gathering people together in an enclosed space to share a live, in-person, analog experience that can't be duplicated or recreated with any real richness or integrity by any other means than human assembly, hampered now by the unsafety and illegality of this act in a time when simply sharing space is a hazard. And of course, there's really only one industry I can be referring to, the cruise ship industry. With a dizzyingly great cast and creative team, writer Trish Harnitow and director Katie Brooke have crafted a perfectly hilarious cultural satire, which I'm excited to share with you because what's more delightful than to follow the rising tragic action of a disaster in the making? A few weeks ago, we sat down with Trish and Katie to talk about the making of this piece, and here are some highlights. Excellent. Well, this makes it feel really real to me. How does it feel to you guys? Wild. It's almost frightening, but like in the best sense, you know. It feels more real than I can bear. (laughs) Come on, join us on the MS Phoenix Rising. I'm Adam Greenfield. I'm the artistic director of Playwrights Horizons and scrupulous note giver and a fan of this project. I'm Trish Harnito, and I'm one of the co-creators and the writer of the MS Phoenix Rising, our six-part narrative podcast series, and Adam is a very good note-giver. I'm Katie Brooke, and I am one of the co-creators and the director of the MS Phoenix Rising. Have, I have never been on a cruise. Have any of you guys 
Michigan on a cruise as a vacation. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like in my mind, I've been on a cruise and I didn't have a good time. I, I think I would say, if someone asked what this was about, that it follows the six-week journey leading up to the relaunch of the MS Phoenix Rising. Um, the, it follows the front office as they attempt to rebrand and revolutionize onboard entertainment by ambitiously and perhaps carelessly deciding to mount a production of an avant-garde theater director's production of Eugene Ionesco's The Chairs. And I think that a lot of motivation should be doubted and there are many forces working against them as we lead to the launch date. And it's going to end in a way that you never would have imagined. In other words, it's about the human condition. Yes, Adam, yes, you know you that. You could also say, um, this is a show about a marketing director who is desperately looking for a concept and fell in love with an avant-garde theater director. And then the story of everything that ensued afterwards. One of the things that I sort of like marvel at with this whole, and one of the things that I, that I have found so funny about it and so rich about it from the very beginning is that it's like, it, it feels like it's a little bit in conversation with the documentaries that we were all watching two years ago when we were all like 50 years younger about like about the fire festival and that's how... on purpose adam it's very on purpose it, it's like uh, yeah it's very intertwined in the fabric of what this even is for sure but but isn't that what theater is though i mean that's the thing it's like it's so resonant to I don't know about you all, but like I read that Glenn Berger book about Spider-Man, the musical, like because it's like it's it's this perfect example of like a butterfly flaps its wings in week one of the process, and then you wind up at the cusp of a fiasco, saying, "How the hell did we get there?" With nine dead Spider-Men. Yeah, exactly. And but like we've all been there. Like I've been in so many tech rehearsals as a director, as an actor, as like a producer. We were like, "How did this happen?" I know. I know. Well, no, I was just going to add like how we talk about like you know being in a rehearsal process or creating a show. One of the things that that was really exciting to me is how just well that anxiety and transfers over into the corporate world and into the business world and how how we could use the same kind of like the same tensions the same mistakes the same you know miscommunications and and that's hopefully what makes it very relatable whether you're a theater lover or not you know, we though there is a theater bent to this to the MS Phoenix Rising. It's you don't have to be in the theater to understand like the basic principles, which you know um, everything is built on. It's how does something get so far without an infrastructure? That desperate aspiration, trying to trying to do something that you have no business trying to do, feels like the cruising industry is like the perfect place for us to be exploring that too. I mean, for, for it to be some, something that is in the corporate world makes sense as sort of a, like a nice parallel to theater. That's even better because there's like, you know, less heart and more money, but in cruising because of the state of cruising right now, it's even, you know, it's been really exciting for us. It's been even more exciting. Of course, we always wanted this to be on a cruise ship, 
even in 2018, right? When cruising was just fine for other reasons. Mostly it's just a really, really funny place to try to set an ENF go play. And like the marketing around cruising is funny, but you know, we've gotten to learn a lot more about the cruise industry this year. And, you know, it is one of the worst hit industries. And so the desperation of a company that is actually trying to push to come back, whose livelihood depends on that, I think really is feeding into this material too. I love it. It feels so good to be making things right now. And thank you. I mean, you guys worked so hard at Ben. Like, I just can't believe what you were able to accomplish like I I just can't believe we got there and that it sounds good and that like just given how we recorded this whole thing it's amazing that we made something that sounds like a whole lot of people in a room together We are so glad you're back with us. Thanks for letting us back into your feed. We hope you have as much fun listening to this as we did. And one more thing, believe it or not, we are hard at work right now, safely, slowly, to bring you even more new Soundstage episodes this fall. If you've enjoyed season one, and if you enjoy the MS Phoenix Rising, and if you're just a good person who likes us, we'd love it if you texted Soundstage21 to 44321 to make a donation to our not-for-profit theater.